I fucked that all up yesterday. Well, I'm I'm glad to have in studio with me today. How you doing? I'm shaking his hand right now. Um, that doesn't count. I have the winner of season two, Ink Master, Steve Teft with me. Dear friend from the Wayback Club at this point, really. Oh, the OGs, bro. The OGs. Yeah. I mean, Sturbridge, Massachusetts. Dude. Oh, miss that place. Miss it. That That's my topic number one, actually, that I was like, I, I completely missed yesterday. We, we've already done this. But this is we. I talk to my friends wrong too often. You know, what I mean, when I when I have them on my show, people that I know as well as you and we go back like we do, I don't uh, make it interesting for the viewers. <laughs> it's just well, honestly, fun for me. I just think we got so much to talk about through the years that I think we go off the topic six thousand times. So, yeah. I mean, uh, perfect I mean, though I mean, for my my podcast, straight to the point, completely off topic. Right? Uh, like it's funny that uh, you and I go way back. We both, you know, get on Ink Master, and you know, obviously, my experience is way different than yours. Yeah, uh, yeah, you won. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm a two time loser, man. Well, the thing is, I try still to tell gritting people. my teeth. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you probably, you know, everybody knows one thing. I, I, go, I go, listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. I never expected to win the show. I said a lot of luck has to fall your way. You're not going to do 13 to 15 great tattoos. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen, you know. And unfortunately, and I've had this happen on like season 10 when I was a coach. Uh, man, if you're, if you're in your head and they get in your head, you just can't perform. You just can't. Yep. And that happened to me on season 10, man. I was just like, what? Did the Damn. judges themselves got in your head? Yeah. One time, uh, Nunez called me out for like not having a, not either trying or something. And, uh, you know, and I said, listen, man, don't ever call me out for that. Don't ever call me. So I'm not trying. I might have ideas that don't work or I didn't like, you know, maybe perform as good as I should, but I go, I'm not fucking here to play around. This is my career. We all take this, yeah. especially like guys like you and I have been in the business forever. We take this shit really seriously. Tend to. So, but, I try to know, take it less seriously now. Well, I'm talking about when you're putting your ass on the line on a TV show. You know, you're yeah. there to you're there to win, or you're not there, you're not supposed to be there. You know what I mean? But well, um, they put a micro a microscope on you, and you're gonna you feel like you're being dissected. You basically are, and what, yeah. what a lot of people on the show don't realize. You're all living together. You're sharing showers. People got a lot of shit going on at home. The stress is through the fucking roof. Like, people do not understand. Like, all these armchair quarterbacks, I'm sure you got this too, where, oh, I could have done that better. I'm like, yeah, if you're home and you're a studio and you got all day to think about it and you're doing it tomorrow. Yep. And you got a choice of not taking shit. I said, but on a TV show, you got to take it. You know, and the one thing I learned what they did with Clint, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, God bless him, when they find when they find something that bothers you, they'll just keep digging. If they get under your skin, they're gonna keep coming. I believe you you wanted <sighs> to tell me something like that because you came to filming and you didn't come on set. I think you just went and seen Navarro yeah. and them. Yeah. <clears throat> was that <clears throat> was that for season four or was that for season three? That was for season three. Okay. You were in what season four? Three and four. Three and four. Yeah. Like I I've actually reached out to a couple of people I know is going on the show. And like, yo, give me a call. 
That way I can get you mentally prepared for what the fuck is up. Because well, I, I should have like, called you about that prior, prior. We may have talked, but I called you the day before my my video too. Do you recall that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I was in Chicago. <laughs> it was my second time trying out. First off, I should ask you about because uh, actually you've got a pretty great story for it too. But how you even got cash? You weren't going to go. You were going to go, went out there, drank the night before, wasn't going to go. What oh, happens? my God. Yeah. I was there to impress the girl. I wasn't there to, I, I didn't want to try. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'll try out for the show, blah, blah, blah. The next day, you know, I went to bed. We started drinking. We went to bed at six in the morning. Cast the calls at nine, I think 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. So I think they either helped me. Either I was still drunk or I was hungover, but I went in there pretty smooth and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, you just, did good. I remember looking through your book and I didn't think you brought your best stuff. You had, I did you had some of your best shit. I but did. It was like you I, were just I throwing it together. It together. I threw yeah. it together. And in a way, it helped me because I get on the show. I didn't know who Jesse Smith was and all these people. I'm like, you know, I was no cock chaser. I don't know who these guys are. And then, you know, me and Clint hit it off instantly because we were sleeping in the same room. Well, did and, you uh, had you and Clint known each other prior? No. Or and no, I did. Okay. All I saw was we, you know, we go there and there's there's a midget and a fucking, you know, the tattoo baby's got her boobs hanging out, and you know, and you got you got this MMA fighter and this skinny little fucker with a big mouth and a Mark Matthews, Mike, Mark tattoo Matthews, baby, yeah, tattoo who, who, baby, K Cutter, K Cutter, you know, but he looked kind of normal. And then you got you know, and then you had uh, you know, this skinny dude with a big mouth and a fucking six foot tall mohawk. I'm like, who is this fucking guy? You know. And I just like the way he carried himself, you know, and uh, we instantly hit it off. And the funny part was the first episode I tattooed across from Kay Cutter. Mm -hmm. And me and him were boys. Me and him hit it off. We were drinkers in the house. Okay. So, the, so you know, me and him were like kind of talking a lot. And then, you know, back in the house, we're drinking and we're kind of feeling everything out. The first well, thing. Well, Clinton will drink a bit too. Am I wrong? A little bit. He wasn't really drinking like that, though. Okay. Like, I'm talking, I was drinking. You know, you, Stevie, Stevie, I, Stevie, I've seen you in your, yeah. in your prime. Yeah, like, I don't know how I lived. Like, that was bad. So, you know, me and uh, Kay Cutter would sit up at night and drink vodka and we were sponsored by Rockstar at the time. And drink Rockstar. And we were hitting okay. it off. And then I won the first episode, which is very weird because in the very first episode, they never declared a winner. If you watch the, the series. How did you win the first episode? Then? I, I did win it for some reason. They... They said, Steve, you want this up? You know, you, you're, you know, you got the best tattoo of the day. But they, I don't know why they never put that on on the very first episode, but every episode after that, they did. It was very strange. <laughs> uh, even watching back, I'm like, they never declared it. But anyway, so here I am thinking, all right, don't step on toes. You know, you get there, it's kind of weird. You're not trying to be a dick to anybody. You're kind of like trying to feel what's going on. You know, you're on okay, TV. Yeah. You're, very, you're very conscious of like things you say and things you do. Picking then, your nose. Yeah. And then uh, the second episode, Fucking Kate Cover came right at me with this like impossible fucking cover up. And I'm like, you motherfucker. I thought we was boys. <laughs> and he's like, he goes, I'm just here to play the game. I said, Well, you fucking the wrong guy, bro. And ever since then, he all, all I know is this. I thanked him for making my career because I was sitting back being quiet. And then right. he just came at, he came at me and you know, old school us, he come at us. You're gonna catch some shit. And then all of a That's sudden, something started, that interests me a lot is, is how sometimes somebody's hate or energy they give you can actually be your fuel, right? 
Yeah. So I was like, listen, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but I ain't going to take shit from this dude. You know, so he kind of brought out my, got me out of my shell and me and him started just, you know, feuded. Yeah. And then, then you drinking, was, buddy. Yeah. I, right. Like, boy, I did thought, you guys still drink or not? We drank, but I was like, yo, fucker. You know what I mean? And then yeah. he just started irritating everybody in the house because, you know, he, he was smart. He's trying to make TV because his yeah. tattoo wasn't good enough to stay. But I wasn't realizing that, you know, we don't realize that TV shit at the time. I was just like, yeah, fuck this guy. Like, he's talking to me like this. Right. You know? And his stuff so, isn't as good enough to stay. It's part oh, God, of the thought you have. He was a bottom. He was a bottom feeder. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, the funny part was. Much improved I, now. Right? Oh, God, J- yeah. J- Jesse took him under his, uh, well, I don't know, under his wings the right word to say. But Jesse said he, uh, he kind of taught him. Did Jesse say it? I feel like Kay told me that. Well, the thing is, it isn't like Kay didn't have talent. He just didn't mm-hmm. know enough about tattooing. You know what I mean? Like the guy yeah. could, could put things together. He just couldn't execute. Yeah. But when I won the show, I thanked him. And he was the first guy to hug me. If you watch, if you watch when I win, Kay's the first guy that goes and hugs me. Because we kind of, through midway through the show, we kind of worked shit out. Like, he goes, man, I'm just trying to stay as long as I could. I said, man, all you had to do was give me a heads up, but you can't just come at me. Right. You're going to get the Did you throw anything at him back? Did, oh, did I, he... I told him, I told him right to his face. I, after I won, because this fucker kept winning flash challenges. And uh-huh. he kept handing everybody shit. And then he put <laughs> out a shitty tattoo, but for some reason, you know, he cuts hair. Well, his name is Kenny Cut. I'm like, God, oh, Jesus, he wins again. So the one, the one flash challenge that he Was he not got, really tattooing? Full time, like he was doing hair and tattoos or something. Well, no, he learned how to cut hair in jail. Okay. Yeah, he did a bid. So he, that's why they called him K Cutter because he cut hair in jail. So right the on. second, I think this, the first or second one, he won like, he won, oh, he won two of them in a row, the second and the third episode. <clears throat> the third episode, you had to cut hair. I'm like, fuck, he's going to win again. <laughs> and then by the fourth episode, I believe, he couldn't be a part of it because he was a felon. And he couldn't be around guns. And that's, okay. when I car- that's when I carved the gun butt. And I won. Right, yeah. And I, I got back to the house and I told him, I'm coming right at you, bro. You started this shit. I'm, I'm talking to you like a man. I'm coming right at you. Like, <clears throat> you fucked up. Did if you feel just- you gave him the heads up that you would have appreciated yourself, you know? Yeah, well, like me and Clint became friends. Me and Jesse became friends. I was like, listen, I'm going to throw my boys good shit. Everybody else can fuck off. You know right. what I mean? Plus, my strategy, I thought, was better because these idiots kept going after the top guys. Right? I'm like, there's too many bad tattooers here. The top guys will never do a shitty tattoo bad enough to fall. Right. If they fall to the bottom, there's three of them. The other two are terrible. You know what I mean? Right. They're I saying. Fa- yeah, I go, the faster you get rid of the bottom guys, get rid of them as fast as you can. So by the fourth episode or fifth episode, you get rid of all the bottom people. Now anybody falls, top guys fall to the bottom. You're in the bottom. You think that strategy worked for you? Yeah, 100%. You think it still works? Uh, I think it absolutely works. Yeah, I think it absolutely would work. Just always take an aim at the bottom because you don't want to make a target for yourself or what? Well, you got to remember what I said. The top guys are never going to suck that much. You, you Listen, you know, you went in the house. You already medically know. All right. These five, six people are pretty good. You judge yourself like I'm top five. Shit falls right. Yeah. 
Right. Then you go, then you go, I'm fucking 10 times better than these guys. So the only way to get rid of the guys better than you is to get rid of all the fucking bottom feeders. Because otherwise than that, they got a cushion. Right, because they're not going home. Because they're not going home. I follow. You know, so but, I always said... What I, about these report card things? And maybe that doesn't matter because they always end up throwing those things out anyway. Well, so I, to, I don't... Right? I mean, I think, it, I think report card comes in when it's neck and neck. You know what I mean? Like, if you got a guy who's been the bottom six times and a guy's been there once, this is his first time, and their tattoos are equally bad, you got to send home the guy that's been sucking. Yeah. You know? Well... Shit. I believe. I believe. I mean, you should, but I'm there watching Joshua Hibbard stay and and Craig Foster go home, and it's, he had done four bad. He had been down the bottom four times at that point. Well, see, here's here's my philosophy too, and I'm going to say this straight up. I I don't think the TV was involved as much in the first two or three seasons as it is now. You know, I tell people straight up. Sometimes, man, this. There's TV decisions you just don't get, and it's in the eye of the beholder. If they don't like something, they don't like it. So when you came back for later episodes to um, to judge and and uh, that you noticed a difference in the control I, I, or something? Well, I not not really that, but it's definitely more produced. It's definitely more like you know people get the show now, so people are bringing more drama. People try to say yeah. to me, "Is it is it fake?" I go, "No." I go, "You're fighting for a hundred thousand dollars." Against people talking shit on, you got to live with them. Trust me, it's not manufactured. It'll it'll get you sooner or later. Somebody will like Josh Payne. I love the guy now, but I I literally almost I I almost got thrown off the show season ten. Yeah, really. Yeah, I tried to beat it. I told him right on camera. I said, "I'm gonna beat your fucking ass right now." Go he told up. me that you guys had some kind of an animosity at some point. I never heard any of this any of the stories. Well, listen, but you guys have squashed it, huh? Well, this is what happened. So I get in the house and I sit everybody down, like my team and everybody. I go, listen, guys, I'm going to give you a little bit of strategy. You can believe me, you cannot believe me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I said, play with respect, only go after people for their tattoos, you know? Like, insult their tattoos. You don't have to insult people, but you insult their tattoos. Because in the end, that's what you're there to do. Yeah. If a tattoo is shitty, I said, you don't have to be fake but be whatever you are intent if you're funny be funny if you're an ass then be a fucking ass you know whatever this sounds so, like the pep talk you gave me before my casting you know, yeah eerily like similar yes turn it up yeah because let's face it if you would if somebody quiet goes to the bottom then somebody mouthy goes to the bottom they have equally bad tattoos quiet people go home they just make shitty tv and <clears throat> it makes sense yeah so what happened was Josh, I'm not going to, Josh was doing some shit in the house with somebody. And he's like, hey, guys, I really appreciate it if you don't bring it up on camera. I go, Josh, unwritten rule, anything off camera, we don't talk about. We don't talk about your personal life. We don't talk about, I said, I don't know if you're married, you got a girlfriend at home. I don't know what's going on. We don't talk about that stuff. Okay? Yeah, you wait until you go on my show and put them on blast. Right. So what happened was the (laughs) the first fucking episode, New Did started this shit because the first episode. I'm a coach. And every time the judges are talking, Josh is just running his mouth. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. we're, all, we're all shaking our heads like, what the fuck is this guy, right? <clears throat> yeah, had you met him before? No. Okay. So Nunez looks at me because I'm sitting, I'm sitting close to him. He goes, hey, Taft. I'm like, what's up? He goes, you're going to fucking handle this shit? I go, gotcha. 
I go, hey, Josh. He goes, what? I go, why don't you shut the fuck up and listen to what the judges have to tell you? This is your first fucking day. You don't know what's going on. Why don't you let everybody fucking listen, man? Why don't you shut the fuck up? And it was game on since then. So <laughs> long story short. So <clears throat> one night we were talking after out on the rooftop because people, you know, people don't know it was filmed in New Jersey on a rooftop uh, right. and in this shitty building and our free time was on a rooftop. So yeah. Overlooking yeah. somebody's uh, driveway there. Yeah. Just a nasty oh, it's gross. Know, fork truck or something there's down there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a it's like a tile store. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. But it was gross and dusty or whatever. Wake up in the morning, you think you can't turn the alarm off, but it's really uh, like a fork yeah, lift downstairs. Beep, beep, yeah. beep. And everybody and you, and you noticed everybody got everybody got a weird sickness at least once went through the house every episode, every fucking season. I mean, dude, yeah. My I, season, my season, everybody came down with some fucking well, they probably never fixed that air conditioning properly. Oh, leaking that, carbon dioxide and making the fucking, alarm go off. Well, plus two, fucking, that, that building is how old? Probably got asbestos <laughs> and everything else in it. I mean, let's face it. Uh, but so I was talking one night, oh. and this kid Jeremy on my team was driving me fucking nuts. I love the guy to death, but he wasn't listening. I'm like, dude, right. I'm here for I'm here for you. And every time, you know. Oliver Peck, tell you a quick story. Oliver Peck, on one of the critiques, says, if I see fucking white and black and gray tattoos anymore, and he throws it across the room, he goes, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I want to see white and black and gray. Okay. Can so you put a white highlight in the eye or nothing? As long, yes. But he don't like okay. people over, overusing white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, using, I mean, he, the rule of thumb is shiny and wet. Metallic, yeah. shiny and wet. So, Next fucking dude, next time with fucking tattooing. Now I got five people or five people I'm looking after a floor at this point. Mm-hmm. So I go in Jeremy's room and he's got a bottle of white out. I go, what the fuck is that? He goes, what? I go, did you not just listen to Oliver Peck? He goes, yeah, but he's never seen me do it. <laughs> I'm like, bro. I said, I'll tell you what, Jeremy. If I leave this room and I check on everybody and I come back, and I see fucking white in this tattoo, I'm going to flip your fucking station off. I said, I'm trying to keep you here, and you're fucking with me and trying to go home. Like, what are you doing? What the, guy is, the guy is super talented. So yeah. he didn't put it in there. Nice. Okay. So that night, I'm out there with drinking and you know, smoking, whatever. I'm like, I fucking can't wait for Jeremy to go home, and his fucking dude's driving nuts. Just venting. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I'm, try- I'm going to watch five people they're all very slow tattoo artists, all very talented, but they're not, they're not, they're not built for the show. You know what I mean? You got to tattoo fast. You know, these guys take their sweet ass time, but whatever. So next morning, the next day, you know, we're doing, you know, house reality. And, you know, me and Josh go back and forth a little bit. He goes, yeah, well, you told me last night you can't wait for Jeremy to go home. And I fucking looked at me. He started <laughs> looking at my face. I got, Okay. So off camera, he pulls me aside. He goes, hey, man, I'm super sorry, blah, blah, blah. I go, bro, did we not just talk about this fucking the other night? He's like, yeah. I go, okay, no harm, no foul. I said, but you're a man. He goes, yeah. I go, you only get one sorry. You're not my girl. You get one sorry on this. We cool? Cool. No problems. Everything's fine. You know, shit's going down. We never digging into each other. You know, blah, blah, blah. Fucking literally. Not even a day or two goes by. Doing uh, house reality. Fucking does it again. 
Ray Dern helped me out. What, 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 what do you mean? He brings up another... It brings uh, up another off-camera thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I keep on like, thinking about uh, a Saturday Night Live skit that the, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson was playing a wrestler on and kept on really cutting into the... I, it's stupid. Never mind. Right. So anyway, <laughs> so, right, right. It's so, he, so he fucking breaks the code again. Yes. So right in the middle of house reality, I go, stand the fuck up. He's like, what? I go, I'm knocking you the fuck out right now. Exactly what I said. He's like, what? I go, stand the fuck up, dude. I'm not fucking around with you no more. I said, I've had enough. Stand the fuck up. And I mean, right now. So now fucking what? what, what TJ what? Lavin says, you got to go home if you're violent. Aren't you worried about that? No, I told him, I said, I said, I'm going to save you. I just saved you fucking two, $200,000. I go, send me. I go, you can kick me out and you're going to kick him out because I'm going to beat his fucking ass right now. So, well, they didn't so, save him any money. Who, who's the so, saving? You mean? Well, I was just, I was just trying to make a point. I was just trying to make a point. Fuck him. I said, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to be disrespected by fucking anybody. So, you know, Andrea runs down. Oh my God, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So, dude, I was so fucking hated. Josh go, doesn't. Really like to fight so much. He's not no, he a good fighter. He doesn't at all, actually. But anyway, and I said, he goes, well, I don't, I've never been in a fight. I said, this should be fucking easy. <laughs> You're just picking on him now. No, dude, you fucking broke the code. You right. called me out again. I'm like, all right. So anyway, you know, I called him a cunt and that was inappropriate with all the females around. And so they put me in the kitchen. I fucking hit the door. And is that word um, special? Do you uh, reserve it for special occasions? What? Yeah, yeah. Cunt. That's what I'm. That's what I'm as heated as it gets. That's okay. what I'm. When I call you a cunt as a man, I want you to swing. Now I'm, we're gonna swing. That's why I do it. Fuck you. It's game up. But anyway, so long story short, uh, we just it's just you know. So I don't have to go into all the gory details, but anyway, we end up. He apologizes weeks later. I told him to stay the fuck away from me for a few weeks. He apologized a week later. We run over each other at a couple, uh, couple, uh, like Baltimore. Yeah. 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 And he goes, and he goes over, Hey, man, you were right. I go, What? He goes, The backlash. I go, Josh, you didn't be, need to be such a loud asshole. You were easily one of the best guys in the house, if not the best. I go, And now you're acting the fuck up. I said, I told you when the cameras are down, you keep going this way, being the fucking bad guy, dude. I go, Normal America doesn't know who the fuck you are. This is what they know. That you're a loudmouth right. dick. <laughs> I don't so, get a lot of people when I tell them I know him or that I love him. Nobody really is like, like yeah, really? unless they know him in tattooing work. Right. You know what I mean? If people know him, they're like, oh, fuck, Josh is awesome, man. I love that guy. Right. But on that show, he yeah. made him look real, real bad. And he goes, yeah. you were right, man. I'm like, why? He goes, I get hate mail. People fucking hate me. I go, bro, I kept trying to tell you. It's one thing if you suck and you're trying to get TV time. That's fine. But, dude, right, you're the but best. If you're good. You're, you're one of the best guys in the fucking house. Like, you're Definitely. top one, two, or three. I, ha- I one, hated. Top one or two. I love him, and, and somehow I, I hate to see him succeed. I don't think that's real. I, I like to see him succeed. But I know what a pompous ass he's going to be when he does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Well, the thing is, I told him right to his face. I go, Josh, I love you now, but a little bit of you goes a long fucking way, bro. It can. Small well, taste. You know what? I, can hang I out miss him. It. God, I miss him actually. He went to, I seen listen, him. He, he, <laughs> he comes to my show. We fucking crush. He's a great dude. You know, it's just, you know, just when he gets well, hyped. The house, 
bring anything special out in in a relationship between anybody like if you guys went back even though now you've passed it up and stuff do you think there could be the same heat going at you the different now is i you know once you know the situation you know let's face it when strangers are talking shit to you like do you know me i'm gonna punch you right in your face like i'm old school i'm not gonna take this shit i don't give a fuck about this safe space and all this other shit you just made your own space very unsafe so but anyway so just going back to that, you know, but yeah, you know, me and Josh are friends and blah, blah, blah. So it just goes to show I, I'm actually friends with literally everybody that's been on the show that I've interacted with. Like you and I have never done the same show. But and anybody you know, special you don't really care for? Uh, Sarah Miller did me dirty a long time ago. On the first uh, on, on season two then? Um, after she came to guest spot at my shop. And okay. did me did me dirty a little bit. I don't like people personally, you know, on, on TV, whatever, do what you got to do. But personally, we don't, we don't do certain shit. Um, otherwise than that, man, you know, me and Jesse are dope. Uh, me and Sarah, I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're friendly. Uh, right. Tattoo baby. I haven't seen her in a while. She's crushing, you know, she's crushing it. She's got her own show or something right now. Am I wrong? Yeah. Cartel Inc. And she's dating uh, Steve Butcher. Are you kidding me? No, there's a guy. Wow. Yeah, so she's Wait. doing well. Okay, right on. From New Zealand. Yeah. Is he living in the yeah. States then now? I have no idea. No, I don't know. The, one of the best. So has her tattoos also gotten improved even. She was already amazing. But yeah. now she's dating Steve Butcher. She's privy so, to all those secrets. That oh, guy Jesus. is stupid. The guy's stupid. Yeah. You know, so you know, so going back to this, you know, what I try to tell people going on that show, and you can easily tell them too. Listen, what you think that show is and what it really is, it's two different things. It's fucking hard. It is fucking really hard. <clears throat> you know, for me, I'm not a big sleeper, so I can run on fumes. Right. But you know, but you know that show. They'll, they'll keep you up all night. They'll run you into the fucking ground every day. <clears throat> I mean, it just doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know? the they purposely try to put constraints on you that will affect. Yeah, I believe they. I mean, of course, they know it will affect you. They don't want to have a million good tattoos up. They they want to see who breaks. Well, let's face it. I mean, that's what America wants. You know, you watch Survivor to watch people fuck up. Right. You know, and the second thing I tell people is like, I want to go on that show and get tattooed. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> I go, you do realize the premise of the show is for me to give people shit they can't do. I'm trying to make people give shitty tattoos. That's what you want. You want to be inside of that. So I mean, it, it is a funny thing. Now, did you notice that some of the canvases had more control over them? Like by the, like they want to be a star a model. Well, I think in the first few seasons, it wasn't bad, but then I think everybody now has seen so much of the show that even, you know, and a lot of the canvases are repeats. Right. So, you know, they kind of get it. So they're going to come in and talk shit. And like, I'll give you a great example. Uh, uh, this uh, Roly, um, uh, Roly T-Rex was on yeah, my team. Great, great tattoo artist. Great artist. Yeah, super, cool guy. Super dope dude, too. You know? I love his wife. It's daughter. Great. I guess he's got a new kid, too. I guess he got two now. But anyway, uh, so he had this, you know, African-American woman come in, and she wanted this tattoo a certain way. And he's like, Steve, man, she won't, she won't change her mind. I said, I got it. I walked in there and I said, listen, let me explain something to you. I said, this kid is a badass tattoo artist. 
telling you right now, he's got a chance to maybe win the fucking shout. Which he did. Said, he was in the uh, finale, right? He was he in the top of the finale. Yeah. 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 I said, so this is what's going to happen. If he does this tattoo the way you want it done, I said, you're going to leave feeling good. And then you're going to go home. And you're going to brag to all your friends. Hey, this is my episode coming up. This is my episode. And then you're going to watch, then you're going to watch 20 of us rip this tattoo apart and he's going home. And you're not going to feel so good about your tattoo anymore. That's a, you're going to have that's a, bad, a good way to approach that. With I said, you're going to have a bad taste in your mouth. Or mm-hmm. you can listen to him, watch him maybe win this fucking thing. And we all talk about how good your tattoo is and you feel good. She goes, Okay, yeah. I'm like, trust me. Trust <laughs> no, me. No, yeah, I that's tell you. perfect way to deal with it. Approach them from their exact how they're gonna feel. This is about you didn't you didn't say what he needs, you didn't say no. what you needed. You said what you and, and her experience, and you're not wrong. You're well, gonna have that. that viewing party. You you're gonna have your whole yeah. family over and they're and gonna they're, see you fucking get bitched out or, or yeah. And watch everybody rip that tattoo apart. And then that's he goes really oh, why when that guy brought me back on redemption that's why i chewed into him i was like he was looking for his hero shot yeah and he just went about it such a wrong way that it was a bitch-ass move that i wasn't gonna let him walk away like if he's having he's not calling his friends up for that you know he's like oh (laughs) Oh, no yeah no no so that's i think the first thing people need to realize is yes it's a tv show but this is our lives this is what we do so you're not going to shit on me. You're not going to fuck me over. Like, I got to go back to real people, my friends and family and all this shit. So I'm not going to be someone I'm not on TV. Got to have some respect when I go Re- back. Integrity. To Fucking integrity, bro. You know, I'd rather go home in integrity. I have no problem with that. You know? But uh, so, yeah, like, you see all these other tattoo artists. Like, it was funny because I remember, like, talking to Chris because me and him got pretty close. And uh, my nemesis, yeah, Nunez. yeah, talking to talking about how at first you guys are sellouts, how dare you do that TV show, and then by the fourth season, everybody trying to get on it. Hey man, can, can you get me judge as a judge? Can you get me on it? You know what I mean? And I, I honestly believe that show is great for every tattoo artist, even if you don't win, even if you do shitty tattoos. Yes. Even because, if you do shitty tattoos, you think? Yeah, because... No, no, Mr. Uh, had a problem with it. Mr. Gobay? St- yeah, I still think oh, it was good Jesus. for him. I don't know if he's first realized of, how, how good it was well, for him. Well, first of all... I think he's into it. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody knew who the fuck we were. Let's be honest. Nobody knew who the fuck we were. All of a sudden, Kyle Dunbar is a household name. You know... You remember this? We used to have to go to fucking convention after convention and travel and work your balls off just to get a name out there, then submit pictures to magazines and brag that you got one in. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, I got four million people just look, watch me, dude. uh, You know who Darren McCarty is? Detroit Red Wing. Yeah. Stanley Cup winner. Yeah. Uh, I met him. He knew me. (laughs) Dude, right? Big, big John McCarthy from um. You know he's with Bellator now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The referee though. He knew me. He pointed me out, <laughs> pulled me out. He's like, you, hey, Kyle. I'm like, holy fuck. Right? Yeah. Dude, I, people... I try to, t- I try to tell mm-hmm. everybody, it's a godsend. Even if you go in there and have a miserable experience, when you're done with it and people are happy to meet you and take pictures and say hi, that's the yeah. payoff. Yeah. 
that's why you can't really squander it. You know what I mean? I think oh, you really God. should, uh, should take a minute and, you know, suck it up finish your phone call, take a photo. <laughs> First of all, Do anybody, song and dance. Mm-hmm. anybody who didn't get on that show and capitalize on it is a fucking idiot. Why would you put yourself through all that bullshit to not, then not go out or travel and, uh, take photo ops and meet people. Like, what are you well, doing? Some of that hatership really, I, I don't, I mean, some people just get hated so much. Mystical was one of them. And, but that hate eventually kind of turns into a love too. Josh Hibbard was one of them. Although he's, you know, kept his, his chin up and he's, he uh, marches on. He's just doing him. But guess what? I see him at all mm-hmm. tattoo conventions and he gets there for free and he's sponsored. So even if uh, it works, it works, you know, but so the way I look at it is this way. If you got a chance to get on the show. You fucking do it. You do it. Plus two. And most people that there. bitch about it too, somewhere you can find their, I've seen them on YouTube for people that I knew were like kind of hating on getting on. And I saw their videos trying out to get on. And I'm like, what are these motherfuckers? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sour grapes in it on. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that to me, that's like, Oh God! I would never date a Victoria's Secret model. You can say that because you're never gonna. Like this, that dumb shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I would never date her, dude. You can't. That's, don't even start shit like that. You know, I was eventually gonna get there. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think I'm gonna segue to it now. You yourself, God bless you. you date outside of your your ability, dude. You you have a magic of sorts. <sighs> I ain't saying that you're the worst looking guy in the world. I'm just saying the girls that you date are in maxims. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. No. Well, Playboy. But, um, <laughs> well, the thing is this, bro. Um, I've been fortunate. I've always dated very pretty women. Um, back in the day, I was young and long-haired and pretty-looking guy, and now I'm getting old and mean and blah, blah, blah. Um, right, but has that, that hasn't really changed. No. Am I wrong? Okay. No, I mean. Now, they've know, all been crazy that I've noticed, too. <laughs> Um, actually, a few of them weren't, but the crazy ones have been really crazy. So they okay, make up. Yeah. They make up for it. But um, you know, like a lot the of other ones, you must drive them crazy. Well, a lot of people don't know. You know, I was married. And I was with a girl for twenty years. No one, everybody met me after that. You know, I was like yeah. pretty boring. I was a pretty boring guy then. Really? Party, Did you yeah. do black and gray death metal tattoos Always. then too? Always. Yeah. Okay. That's all I do. I was I was drawing. Satan tattoos and like kindergarten and stuff, monsters and shit. So I've always done that, but yeah. Um, but I mean, Did, are uh, you not having uh, meetings with your parents where they're like, we need to go over Stephen's pictures? No, the schools <laughs> always did. I got yeah, sent. Yeah. I just got sent to the school psychologist like four times. Yeah, they didn't call the parents in questioning what's going on at home. Oh, they, they didn't do that back then. They didn't give a <laughs> right shit. On. Dude, we brought guns to school back then, and nobody even thought nothing of it. You know, in the back of trucks and shit, we go, you know, hunting or whatever. Afterwards. Uh, Where'd you yeah, grow was, up? You grew up in Connecticut? Uh, Rhode Island. Okay. Right now, small, small little state. The smallest. It's a um, tight knit community of sorts, then, too. Is there even uh, any hunting? Where do you hunt in Rhode Island? Ton, dude, tons of hunting. What? Yeah. In Rhode Island? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tons of hunting. But, uh, you know, we didn't think about shit. Like, I remember when I first went to high school, there was a smoking period. 
they allowed you to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, right, we're talking, right. you know, I'm 52 now, so it's, it's going back a ways. We're talking, <laughs> you know, shit, 80, yes. 84, 83, you know, that kind of shit. Were they advertising cigarettes inside of the school? No, but I just thought that was funny. You could actually buy cigarettes at the school. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know. I get, I'm such a, I get pissed when I see a bunch of caffeine out there. I'm like, you got Mountain Dew and stuff for sale for these kids. Listen, the other thing I don't understand, dude, they didn't have energy drinks when I was growing up. I didn't even drink coffee. I was just drink. full of energy. Now these kids, you know, they come in like, you know, you tattoo these younger kids, these cats, you know, 20 years old, 21. Oh, man, I'm so tired today. They're wolfing down like a big Red Bull. I'm like, fucking tired from what? I used well, to fucking, I worked a construction job. You think that job. caffeine is added up? Well, I'm just saying, I used to work a construction job. Then we go drinking yeah. all night. Go to bed at two in the morning, wake up at six, do it all over again. Yeah, I have a feeling you're a special type, though. You got a different, not everybody's well, wired like Steve. No, but me and all my friends did it. You know, we were all, I don't know, maybe, maybe shouldn't have put the food. I don't know. Everybody's <laughs> tired. Everybody's tired. Well, you're eating you know? the same food. Are you eating different food? I eat better than I ever had. Well, now well, I'm you, also you 50, go ahead and I'm change your 50, diet. Oh, yeah, I'm also 52, bro. Like, I'm tired, man. You know, tired of getting tired. the doctor's finger in your butt, so you're gonna uh, eat some more roughage. I'm good, bro. I'm always good for that, you know. Yeah, so, that's uh, all right for you. Like, yeah, hey, doc, so far, this good. to it. Hey, man, you want a free tattoo? Stick to it, there, <laughs> my boy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, you know, it, it, the world's changing, the industry's changed. Either you know, like we talked about a while ago, you mm-hmm. either get on board or you're gonna, you know, either you're on the train or you're getting run over by it. And that's it. You well about these women that you still date. That you you say that back in the day you were this handsome man and, and that helped you out. But no, I'm this so is something handsome. about what your attitude. What are you talking about? Well, huh? you're you're still dating outside of your ability. Am I wrong? Maybe I'll have to have no. girls. In uh-huh. my opinion, I am way above. <laughs> okay, is it a mindset? I think uh, is it. It's I a think, mindset, you know, right? I think it really kind of, it, it's a couple different things. You know, mm-hmm. my mother once told me a long time ago, what will draw women to you is also what will drive them crazy. And I believe that, okay. you know, sometimes so you develop get, something to, to make them crazy. Well, no, just sometimes, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when some say opposites attract and then you get married and realize Jesus Christ, we've got nothing in common. Like it doesn't work. So I think some things have to do with that. Um, I think I give people a lot of chances. Um, like, I'm like, Hey, she's cool. Let's date. You know, let's, let's become boyfriend, girlfriend. And then realizing, not realizing this, that mm-hmm. I'm treating them as an equal as you should, but they were way younger than me. So they weren't, were mentally where I was. Right. So that would cause problems. You know what I mean? Not, not understand like, what the fuck are you doing that for? Well, she's like fucking 24. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I had, I mean, my ex-wife was dope and had a good, Good for a long time, but you know, you, you're dating back now. You're back to dating now or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been with a girl off and on for five years. Oh, you're dating somebody right now? Off and on, yeah. Right on. Wait, uh, depending on whether she's in the country or not, she's a super. No, man. depending on whether she loves Name's me today Cassella. or hates me tomorrow. Oh God! <laughs> How hard is the- it to love Steve <sighs> Ted? I think it's. I'm so mellow now, dude. In my twenties, I was ruthless. Huh. 
Now I'm a pushover. I'm a pussy. But I'm is it still how easy is it to love? Because maybe you were just even harder to love then, and you're still. No, I'm telling you right now, I am so uh-huh. generous and nice and considerate. I'm a pussy. I, I look I at myself it. sometimes. I look at myself like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you even doing that for? But I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. I want an easy life. You know, I want to come home and smile, and you know, maybe smoke a joint, fucking chill out, play with my my three Yorkies. You know. Yeah, yes. I do. I love yes. the dogs. You got yes. three Yorkies, though? I got Satan has three Yorkies. Barkers, ain't they? they don't bark too bad. They're, they're pretty well behaved. Yeah, they're great. I went from having no dogs to three. How many times have you uh, been on Ink Master? I know it's the two, but... Uh, let's see. If you count six. Holy shit, really? Well, you figure we did... I did season two. I did season ten. Then I did Masters versus Masters that no one saw. Um, <laughs> then I did like two redemptions and uh, uh, like a gr- not grudge match or whatever that was when they called you back. Someone had a problem with you. It was a redemption then, or it wasn't a redemption. They called it something else. It was uh, hmm. it was something else. It was like a grudge. Remember when you had a problem with someone else on the show? Oh, okay. I forgot but what it was. It's like some kind of head to head challenge thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, they, so, they stopped returning my calls at one point. And I so guess Jer- I stopped paying well, attention. Jer- uh, Jeremy, Jeremy from my team called me and said, you know, you know, go back on my car. Fuck it. He had something against you or not? Or he, well, is a team up against other kinda, people? Kind of, yeah. I mean, he's the guy I spent the most time with trying to help. And then, so I finally said, fuck it. I'm going to let you fly your own. So the challenge you went home on was a freehand challenge. Draw whatever you want. <clears throat> now, the episode before, that DJ sucks. did a DJ did an on your mat. Now, of course, DJ mm. crushed it. You know, right. DJ, DJ is easily one of the best tattoo artists in the world. That fucking guy could do every style amazing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no bullshit. That kid is fucking amazing. But uh, so I go, all right, Jeremy, what are you going to draw, bro? He goes, I'm going to draw on your mask. I go. Really? <laughs> right. I'm like, you know, Jeremy, I said, you know, DJ just doing. I know. I said, can you do it better? He goes, yep. I go, all right, you're on your own. Then he blames me. Well, you let me draw an onion mask. I go, you're a grown ass man. I asked you, what do you want to draw? You said on your mask. I said, can right. you beat DJ? You're like, yep. I said, okay, what am I going to do? Argue with you? So that sets you guys up for the comeback against yeah. each other, head to head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, six times. Yeah, fuck yeah. Somehow they, they just love what I got going on. I guess I don't fucking know that. Well, you got something going on. You definitely I very so. direct. You seem to know a lot, and I, I think you know I, what I mean. I, well, I I'm, I'm, I have stuff to say. I like to think it's mostly intelligent, but sometimes not. Uh, I'm just opinionated. I I got I backed off of it a lot because. Some people just take that as you're being a dick, even though I don't try to be a dick. And then right. I heard the tone, my my tone, whatever. Um, well, you heard how they edited it down with no apologies, right? As well, like oh. they, they they typecast you as a bit of misogynist, and not without the humor. Well, the funny part was, I I, you know, I made that joke because you could do that, fucking twelve years ago. You it's know, getting tough a, for a misogynist these days. Well, the funny part is I'm not misogynist because no, no. Why, who would be? That's just an idiot. 
But, uh, you know, I look at it this way. A misogynist doesn't treat women equal. And I'll pick on a woman as well. I will pick on a man. Funny. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. You just, you're my equal. We're on a TV show. You're trying to beat me. I'm trying to beat you. Right. I'm going to pick on you a little bit like you pick on me. You know what I mean? Like they call me, you're too old. You can't do this. You know what I mean? Okay. Right. Well, you're a girl. I'm going to beat you. But then I said, yo, these girls are so good. They can beat us all. And they could have. I mean, Sarah Miller wasn't a finale. You know? And yeah, after that she's show, a phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And she got incredible. Holy shit. Like, her stuff is just <laughs> fucking stupid. And I told her I beat her when I could beat her. You know, dead babies can't get to go up against her fucking super colored realism shit. You know, I oh. my time was my time. It's tougher now, for sure. Oh, they used God. to they used to be pretty impressed with a couple of demon skulls. Well, the big and thing now, is they, I'm waiting for him to come back. Well, the big thing is I was the only guy that really did that style. And that style was very, very popular at that time. And it's still popular, but now everything is illustrative and neo trap. You know what I mean? And if you're not doing that shit, you know, you're not going to last long. Well, uh, you watching, I know you are because you, you run the show. Like we should talk about the show that you run too. And, um, the Mohican sun, right? Oh yeah. Yes. I, uh, fortunate enough to, uh, there's a, I live in Connecticut. So the Mohegan Sun is an Indian casino, Mohegan Indians. That's literally like not even 15 minutes from my house. Um, a great place. I always said it'd be a great place to throw a, a, a tattoo convention because yeah. there, there really isn't one in Rhode Island. There's, a, there's one in Mass. Uh, the is that convention. in? Oh, I thought it was in Connecticut. It is. But it's. But okay. I, I decided, I decided, man, there's no one putting on a good tattoo convention. Tommy's runs a small one, my partner, Tommy's Tattoo yeah. Supply, Tommy Ringwald. Great guy. Love the guy to awesome death. He's a little, little like family to me. Whole family so, works. At, it's a family-owned uh, business. Family yes. run. Family run, absolutely. Family so, staffed. <laughs> yes. I like that type of people I like to do business with. So uh, we come up with the idea, uh, put it on. Had reached out to everybody I knew, called you. You know, I remember calling everybody. You're always fucking busy or traveling somewhere, you fucking maniac. Well, we're making but, uh, room for it because I'm hoping yeah. at least I want to cross paths with uh-huh. Nunez. He was there, my nemesis, of course. And I don't not, know if it, yep. Not not for any intent to do any harm to the kid, but to thank him really. Uh right. you know, I've, I've I've rode this thing like a Dude. you know, until the wheels are falling off. I tell everybody that horse died and I'm still dragging it 10 feet. <laughs> You know, I'm riding that dead horse all the way. Propping it up like Weekend at Bernie's. You ain't lying, bro. So, (laughs) fortunately, so the first year we put it on was uh, three years ago. Uh, Great turnout. But a week later, COVID hit and they shut everything down. So, we lucked out. Had a great turnout. Um, Every artist I Lucked out because you didn't have down payments and all that. You didn't have all the advertisement set up for the next year and then get closed down, you mean, right? No, we would have, if that hit a week earlier, we would have lost. Okay, yeah. We would have lost 60 grand. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily, it turned out well. All the feedback was nothing but 10 stars. You know, I I try to run it. I I tell this one I run it for the artists. Customers are going to come, people are going to come. I want to make sure all my artists are happy. They've loaded their pockets. They're having a good time. How do you make a tattoo artist happy? Easy. Fill their pockets, give them good food, 
and throw a hell of a party and they will love yeah. you forever. Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. I would say that. Yeah, you hit everyone. Right. I'm trying to that's think it? if there's anything you're leaving. Oh, I look at this <laughs> way. You know, when you go to a tattoo convention, like I would change that if I could or I would change this. Yeah. If I could. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like this was this was good. But eh. so I tried to figure that a lot ahead of time. You know, like we even made, you know, we we made custom trophies, too. I, I hate those little plastic fucking nine dollar trophies. Like, dude, why do I want to win this shit? You know what I mean? I want to look. It at gives you a bit of prestige when you when you see something that's a bit different than a trophy uh, from a, especially, especially an award hungry, shop like, or something. Huh? You're like, dude, that's badass. I want that. Like the ones, the, the ones I just did. I handmade every single one. What'd you make? Oh, I, awesome. I, I, I got to send you a picture. I took. They're all skulls because uh, it's called New England Tattoo Expo, so it's very like oceanic themed, like shipwreck okay. style shit. So okay. it was a it was a skull with seashells on it and fucking rope and netting. It was dope, dude. Like I took a while. It took a while to make them, and everybody fucking loved them. They're like, these are dope. I'm like, because I want people to try to win, not like. Right. Hey, you got a $12 trophy with a sticker on it. Well, now that takes a lot of time too. no. How, yes. how? So, I mean, that had to represent what, 20 hours? I'm Probably trying to think of more. all the categories. Probably Were you making them for second and third? Wow. Yeah, I made all at the third. <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah. So probably, probably 40 hours. But then my friend Nunez did show up. Yes. The important uh, person. Paul Booth showed uh, up too, actually. I should Paul I'm Booth, talking about hero. I shouldn't try and make it less important. Because if anybody does dead babies in a tattoo, good. He invented it. Like yeah. you know well, what about Edward Ed Lee, right? Wasn't that his name? Ed Lee had the flash, but he wasn't doing Paul Booth. Paul no. Booth was Paul Booth made evil black and gray. He's the guy. Um, I remember going to the, the uh, Philadelphia Eddie show. And, you know, it was five people deep just to stare at him. Never mind right. his tattooed. He was like four hours. He was like four years deep. So have you been I, tattooed by him? Yes. I recently got a tattooed by him. Um, so just to have, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a surreal moment where the guy I grew up trying to emulate, trying to base my work after, obviously a little bit of my style. Right. To have him at my show in my hotel room. Tattooing you, know, you. Tattooing me, partying with them, having drinks and smoke and just talking. I mean, it's just, it was just like, honestly, it's one of the high points of my tattoo career. I can see that. I, I, you know, I had the opportunity uh, to paint with them at an art fusion in Last Rites that a lot of people got invited to. I got invited to because I gave Tony Ramel, you know, Tony. Yes, Tony. Yeah, my boy. Yeah. I, I gave him a joint one time and he invited me and I went out there and man, it was the most awesome experience. Right. He, he, back then he had a glove. Have you met, seen this glove? A handshake? Yeah, with a tack. He you put tack. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got a thousand thumbtacks in it. You go to shake yeah. his hand. He's fucking sticks you. Yeah. You know, now you get points of light. Now you probably get hepatitis or some weird shit. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, then I got Joe Cap there, and you know, Capa Bianco, Joe Cap and Bianco, and also you know, from Best Ink. I mean, if we can uh, give Judge, him- for, yeah, Judge from Best Ink. I mean, this guy he put pinups on the map. He he invented yeah. the new style of pinup. I mean, you know, I mean, and to have you know Nunez there, and you know, 
Uh, then you have the newer artists like Evan Olin, who's a fucking monster. Uh, uh, he's out there on that coast too, right? He's out of Rhode Island. So he, okay. Yep. Yeah, he's a beast. And just to have all the people that I look up to and really respect come to my show. You know, obviously I invited you. You couldn't make it, firearms. But you know, I want I want to share with the people I care about the most. Yeah, we plan on trying to make it this next time. I really do. Uh, yeah. Just be, I was I was really let down because I didn't. I mean, one, I want to go out there, and we've done Tommy's show in the past, so it's a good show. Yeah. But then, I don't know, I really wanted that photo op just for the IG, I guess, right? Isn't that what the kids say? Yeah, bro, listen. Photo op for the IG. If you ain't promoting, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we said, you know, we're, we're dinosaurs. It's, it's We got to keep fighting. Developing a social tick, is that what it is from my phone? You know, that's um, what I'm doing if I'm not I, my biggest my biggest problem is I'm too busy living to, to take pictures and then I look back going god I should have took pictures shit I really should have took some pictures there is something about that after the show more people take a picture of you and so now you almost do, do you feel this too I, I'm, I, maybe I'm putting it in your wor- words in your mouth but now I feel as though I take less photos because there's so many other people remembering the moment but I have nothing in my Google box <laughs> yeah. like so much, you know? Yeah, and when he's taking pictures, I'm like, oh shit, send that to me. I forgot to take them. Yeah. So I'm watching then everybody. You get that 25 megabyte version. Right. And then I'm just tired at night. Like, I don't even like posting tonight. You know, that kind of dumb shit. But uh so you don't have an assistant <laughs> for that, huh? I used to. It's like, ah, you know, I'll have my I got apprentice. They're all they're young women, they're great at it. So I'm going to have them start like just take pictures of them tattooing and shit like you that. You were telling me you're not getting <laughs> any. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm, no, go I'm, ahead. I can tell actually, this is what I explained to myself too. Actually, when I talk with my friends, I end up getting excited. <sighs> and then I just want to, li- I want to ask you another question based, but I do want to ask you about your opinion on what's going on with tattooing. Now, you told me that you don't feel as many males are, be- are getting involved in tattooing right now. Not that I see. Everybody mm-hmm. that hits now, you think with the style I do, it'd be all men trying to hit me up. Yeah. You know, black mm-hmm. and gray realism, creepy black and gray, dead shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's all females. My last four apprentices have been all female. All. And not because I'm taking females over men. There are no men. None. Right. No men's hitting me up like, yo, man, like, Really love your work. I love to learn because the first thing I say is come bring me a portfolio, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nobody shows up. No men are showing up. No. Do you feel it's important for you to to apprentice other people to give back or is it kind of a necessity of business? How do you? I, I, uh, I think it's a necessity. And the reason why I think that is because I'm teaching them the old school way. I'm teaching them the history. I'm teaching them who the people that created these styles to respect the needle. Yeah, you can buy them. No, I make them learn how to make them. Not that you'll ever make another one, but I want. How do they? How do they use? How do they put a diaphragm together for the cartridge? Well, that's the thing. You know, they just buy (laughs) cartridges like we do. You know, so you are making them. Are they using their needles? Then you mean they're making them by hand on a? I mean, no, I only made them make a couple. Right. I only made them make a couple. I don't expect them to make fucking needles. They're too easy to buy now. But you want to make sure they understand. If you know how to build it, then you know what you're looking for as well. Well, I want want them to respect it wasn't as easy. 
we fought for this shit. We fought yeah. for the legitimacy of it. You know, like you said, like mm-hmm. we talked about, no one Philadelphia ever fucking- Eddie fought yeah. for the right to tattoo in New York. I mean, that's why right. he's pretty much Philadelphia Eddie, I think, because he, he, he could have easily been New York Eddie almost. Right. They wouldn't let him tattoo there, right? <laughs> yeah, as far as I know. I mean, so the thing is, the, you know, what's good is artists, these kids, these young kids are amazing artists. You know, they're coming out of art school or whatever. They're fucking great. I mean, they're, they're, they're fucking they're great. And now they can learn so easy that I think they don't get the respect for it, the, how hard it was to get where we are. Right. You know, when you, had to, when you had to sit there for a whole day and make needles, a whole fucking day, <laughs> your day off, you made needles. And then they started making them pre-made. And you yes. were like, that's awesome. I started ordering them. And then I took a, I got tattooed by Tom Renshaw and he made all his own needles. And I went right back to having to make my own fucking needles. Right. And the worst part, we're so old school. I fought the battery pack for so long. I fought really? it. Really? I'm like, I'm not using rotaries. Fuck that. No, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then, you know, when you get You're using one now, though, huh? Oh, God. Yeah. You know, I got some, I got some killer old school coils. I got some, uh, Custom corals by Aaron Kane. Uh, right custom made left-handed skull machines. Used them once. It's just, you know, like with you. If you travel, what do you need? A few batteries, two machines, just in case one shits the bed. And you're rocking and rolling. Yeah, it's it's become... I, I was thinking about it today. I actually broke down some of my gear and just put it in a backpack. And it didn't take up the whole backpack. Yeah. And I could, I could open up and I could tattoo, you know? And I had room for like... A Bluetooth speaker. I got yeah. a, a change of shorts in case I, I was sweating in the jeans, you know. Right. In case I colored in the wrong side of the nautical star and I started to get swamp ass. Right. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, so shit, like, two so blacks like, right next to each so other. You like tribal, don't you? Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, but now, I mean, I used to take two suitcases. Yeah. You know, one for promotional shit and banners and some a little bit of clothes, and the other one, you know. Four to five machines, bunch of different needles, you know, tubes. That and of course, the each machine would run a little different and you might use it in a different, you know, like this needle. I like to use it like this. Yeah. Like use this machine with this. Or it's, and, or it's just, or that one machine just acting up for some reason that day. <laughs> yeah. You remember that was the temperamental? Oh, You're God. like, fuck. Yeah. Was it, is so, it like yeah. the baromic pressure in, in Miami's just has to make this machine run like shit? Today? Would you ever notice that? Back in the day, I used to love it. You go in there, you're like, machines are running great. I love tattooing today. Next day, like, this fucking thing is fighting me all day long. My wife, put, I used to tune my machines all night long. My wife put a um, sticker on my power supply, and it wasn't just to cock block me. <laughs> so she said, but it said, uh, your wife loves you. So that every time I would tune my machine and I'd be playing with the, you know, 10 turn potentiometer, I had the nice, right. <laughs> then I, was, I would have to look at that and be like, I should probably be able. Well, nothing's funny when people ask me, like, oh, so what, you know, what voltage you run your fucking machine? I'm like, I don't know. I don't look at it. Did you used to? Nope. I was would run it? it. I never did that because every machine ran different. So I would just did, run it till it felt right and it sounded right. Yeah. Did you buy your machines and just that's the way they ran? Or did you no, build buy my set machine. up? I would, I would buy my machines, but then I would always, like, I'd always do little tricks here or there to, like, Make it run a little different, you know what I mean? Silver um, contact screw. Um, sometimes, yeah, 
some some came with a like some uh the uh springs came with like the little silver contact point in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the silver better than sometimes they would try that bronze with it. Yeah, some kind of copper that would get maligned. I but mean, then I was of- I, I was shaving it down. I always thought that I I mean every hour it felt like I was trying to file. I mean, not really. Yeah, you know, but know filing it down. And when really I didn't need to. I, later I no. learned if I took a little Vaseline and put it on the end of that contact screw and ran it and then wiped the Vaseline off, it would burn the carbon off. Yeah. Trucks. But, but uh, you know, and then you know, you pull out a needle like this thing sucks. Then you put it away, you know, and just uh so I'm just trying to teach the younger kids, you know, I want to teach them the respect, like respect this machine, like know what it does. You know, I know you can go to a rotary, but some rotaries, rotaries don't run like coils. No, they don't have the, they don't well, have they the don't have the field, any of the history. No, <laughs> really. So, you know, but like I said, go back to it. Why aren't men hitting me up? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, everybody I see new in tattooing is, is not young men. It's all women that I see. In fact, General J, I think he's got two female apprentices. Really? I'm gonna start looking at this now. I'm gonna I'm gonna see the the trend developing. Where where are the men going, dude? I don't know. Maybe they're smoking weed. Maybe they're smoking weed and playing fucking Halo or whatever the new game is. I don't know. I hope it's Call of Duty. Uh, what is do it you Call play? of Duty? I know. I hope it is man. It's a good game. I don't fucking play video games. No, Call dude, of Duty I, is the one thing that makes me not a vote Democrat because I, I love my guns too much. They're gonna take my Call well, of Duty guns. Well, my thing is this. I don't get enough shit done now. I remember when fucking, mm-hmm. what is it, PlayStation first come out and I played fucking Resident Evil. Dude. I was a zombie myself for like two months. All I wanted to do was play that game. I had to get rid of it. Yeah, it was like, like your heroine, huh? I'm like, I'm going to get nothing done. My poor wife, I, I get home from work, give her a kiss, get on the, you know, stop fucking around with it. Mm-hmm. At, 11, at 11, she's like, come to bed. I'm like, yeah, I'll be in the bed. Next thing you know, four o'clock in the morning. Get your ass to bed. I'm like, oh shit, it's four in the morning. Now, were you tattooing then when you were married as yeah. well? Yeah, yep. I had two jobs. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah. I worked you the full- two jobs for. I worked a full time job. Mm-hmm. Well, I worked. I worked a full time job, and then I got into tattooing. Okay, slow Cause progression. Because I, I, I didn't know if tattooing would support me at the time. You know, it was right. new. You're talking 1990, 93, 94. Were you with the wife when you finally made the switch over to tattooing full time? Uh, yeah. What happened was uh, I started getting sick a lot. Like, I was just getting sick, running myself down because I was I was working forty hours a week. I was tattooing every let's see, was I tattooing every Tuesday? Was it Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? And I was also playing in a professional band, playing out. So I practiced. So we practiced Monday and Wednesday. And I played out Saturday night. So Sunday was my only day off. You never saw your wife. No, and I was getting sick a lot. So I just told her, I said, I have to make a decision. <clears throat> like, I can't do this anymore. I'm running myself on the ground. Yeah. So I took, I took the leap of faith, went into tattooing full time and realized, oh, shit, you know, there's a lot of money here. You get a well, job right away? Right away, yeah. yeah. In Rhode Island, too, or not? Nope, Connecticut. <clears throat> Connecticut, That's why I'm okay. in Connecticut, yeah. Did you move out of Rhode Island at the same time then? Nope. I I was married Still, at the time mm-hmm. and I didn't move out. I didn't move to Connecticut until I got divorced. I think I was 38, something like that. 
39. Does the small town feel ever leave you? I mean, everything's kind of small town, I feel, in Rhode Island. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it is. Everybody <laughs> seems to know everybody. Yeah, which I, is um, a good thing and a bad thing. I'm told that most people that if they live in Rhode Island or have for several years, they remember the fire, uh, the great white fire, I think it was. Or white oh, yeah, snake. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, dude, I was supposed to go that night. Really? I remember, remember the craziest thing. Me and my wife, we went to bed that night and, you know, I flew through the channels and it was like, you know, oh, there was a fire in a nightclub. Didn't even pay attention. Went to bed. Next day, you know, both our cell phones go crazy. I'm like, what's going on? Like, you okay? Right. I'm like, why? What's up? What's up? And, they oh, told us she, she lost. You were gone. Yeah, she lost a few friends. It seems like I heard that on the island that pretty much everybody knew somebody. It was. Oh yeah, it was, it was like a, it killed a hundred people, something like that. All right. I mean, I, got, I tattooed a survivor that was from that. She lost uh, 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 one of her arms. You know, she got scarred up. Yeah. Bit, one of my friends was on TV pulling people out. He was the ones at the front door trying to pull people out. So they, he's one of the guys they interviewed, but yeah. You, that, know, you still have that feeling in Connecticut as well, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a small town in Connecticut. Like Sandy Hook was right by there. I guess that's what I'm kind of getting to. Well, Sandy Hook's you, like uh, an hour away or more. Okay. But uh, my buddy who was a, he was a state cop, Connecticut, went to the scene. He okay. said it was probably one of the most brutal things he's ever seen. How's it, so, does that uh, how's that affect him? I mean, obviously, he, it's got to be pretty uh, well, he has, well, he has kids, and he says, dude, you just see brains and shit everywhere. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I do, okay. well, no, I don't know. Um, well, I think people... I just, do know that we got yeah. a, a situation in our country where it seems like it's a powder keg and there's a bunch of sparks everywhere. There's welders going around. Well, I think uh, there's, I think there's so many factors going on. You know, I, I honestly believe number one is mental illness. Uh, and like you and I talked on it maybe before I've never had anxiety before in my life. Never. Mm -hmm. You're I, feeling uh, it now though, Colonel. I, 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 my first, anxiety attack or panic attack uh, about a year and a half ago. First one ever. And now uh, every once in a while I'll feel some anxiety, which I never had before. So is it because I'm getting older? They say that, but <clears throat> is it shit in the food that we're eating? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I know I think the world is Full of fucking stress right now. I don't think, I don't know anybody who's like relaxed. Yeah. So I feel like there, we, we've uh, become prey to my, my interpretation is we've kind of become prey to a greed from corporations that uh, we don't really have control over to where they're pumping us full of outrage and anger on a daily basis to help us buy their products. Well, I think I think it's a lot of everything. You know, you got news channels that aren't news anymore. It's opinion. Entertainment. They're entertainment. They're, they're, yeah, they give an opinion. Yeah. So, like, it's like if you got one channel that hates Trump and one channel that loves Trump, why don't you just give me the news so I can decide for myself what's going on? Just say, here's the facts. You run with it. But no, they're they're giving you your opinions. 
makes and, more money, right? Well, to, I guess to, so. Listen, the only reason why they're doing it is the money. Yeah. If I you tune know? in to my news station and it tells me my viewpoint is right and everybody else is wrong. Right. And there's an opposite channel saying the exact opposite. I still feel better because I'm like, yeah, I am right. But it doesn't help me when I go out tomorrow and I imagine this other guy's watching this other news channel. I'm like, he's full of shit. He's wrong. I know right. he's wrong. <clears throat> the thing is, nobody's 100% right. <clears throat> like we talked about, I mean, all of us should be common sense, you know. But like, I'll go back to the, the mental health. And the reason why I brought that up is because, man, everybody's, most people I know is on something. They're on either yeah. anti anxiety, anti depression, like everybody. When I was a kid, nobody was on shit. Nobody. You, you taking anything for your anxiety attacks? No, absolutely not. Okay. No, because to me, I don't have it severe enough right. that I just, I just, I'm more of a person of it's mental. If a, if a yogi or one of those guys can slow the heart rate down, you know what I mean? Then or you can figure them, out how to deal with anxiety. Then your mind can do it. You know, you can yeah. do it. I'm not saying other people don't need medicine. I'm not saying that. But for me personally... I see what medicine does to people. Actually, I'm not going to call it medicine because medicine is a good word for it. These are fucking drugs. Right. What these drugs are doing to people. Generally, all drugs are a crutch. Right. And you can become dependent on a crutch, but at that point, you've made yourself lean. So to me, medicine is to help cure something. That's that's to me is medicine. I'm not using That's why I want to use a terminology different. Drugs are, hey, I feel my dad died and depressed. Oh, here's something for it. You're supposed to feel depressed. Your dad died. Yeah. Or I got a big test tomorrow. I'm freaking out. You're supposed to freak out. Like, I don't, I think people are mistaking the right emotions for the right situation. Right. Well, we're being sold an idea, aren't we? I guess I should, I'm just going to start preaching, but I should ask. I feel that we're being sold an idea that we shouldn't feel uncomfortable. Anything. Anything. We shouldn't feel um, offended. They're not even offended. We should definitely feel offended, um, but we shouldn't uh, feel anything. Like we, well, we kind of are supposed to be well, numb all the to, time in happiness. Well, I, I think. I think too. The word offensive or being offended is now watered down to anything. You know, like like we talked about before, a comedian tells tells a joke. Oh, it offended me. It's a joke. <laughs> He's not calling your mother days, not calling your kids days, not personal. Saying a joke. Right. He, he or she's making a joke. You know, like, so why would you be offended by a joke? It's a joke. You might not think it's funny, but why would you ever be offended by it? Who gives You're a saying shit? then that people choose to be offended. You don't, and you are think, offended, sure, but you choose that offense. I Listen, I think the degree of offense too now. Like everything's offensive. It's like, okay, someone calls your your girlfriend a whore, be offended and like freak out, right? Okay. Or says something personal like you like your kid's an idiot or something really mm, offensive. Yeah. Okay, you have reason to be offended. Someone cracks a joke and says, All little fat kids are blah blah blah. You're like, Well, my kid's fat. I'm like, really? Really? You're offended over that. It's a joke. Joke's a joke. I find well, what if jokes. he called your, your girl fat? <laughs> okay, now it's personal. Now you can't. Okay, be but you, so he's so you're saying that I follow, I think the, the yeah. joke is is meant 
in a broad term and you're making it about yourself. Let's face it. Most jokes. But possibly that shoe fits. Right. But, but most jokes are very stereotypical. You know what I mean? Like white <clears> people <throat> talk like this and can't dance. We laugh at it. It's not true. It's a lot true. But it's Your not dance moves true. are terrible. You, you rock in the. You know, okay. Or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, so I'm like, you're choosing. Well, I don't know if they're choosing. They're being conditioned to be offended over everything. One Here's thing I, I see in offense is that when I have, when, when Twitter exists or different platforms exist and people have outrage and they see success at having outrage. So if I say, Hey, this has offended me and I get a million likes, then guess what I'm going to look for tomorrow in my day to day. Hey, this right. also offended me. And now right. you're kind of going about life in a way kind of different way. Well, now makes- you're going about it narcissistic. Now it's about feeding my own ego. If I get more likes doing this, to be offended, are you really offended? Well, I look at it like genuinely. I, at it, I believe that you can choose offense too, though. So well, they absolutely. probably genuinely are offended, but they're also looking for moments to be offended. Many people are, for instance, they know the comedian says things that they might be offended by, and then yeah. they turn into the comedian's and and they feed the the his his money. He can say angry <laughs> things about him that they don't like, but he just made money off of their viewership. And right. then they go out and spread an advertising for him, talking about how much they don't like. But my point is, look at his job. Like, it's just like someone saying to me, oh, I'm offended you, you tattoo dead babies. Okay. Right. But you see my style. Like, and it isn't someone's dead baby. It's not a photograph. You know what I mean? Have you I had do... to do that before uh, no, somebody's no. stillborn? Actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. I did. Some guy asked me to do a portrait. Oh, my God. I just remember I that. And it was a good a... idea. I just don't think it's and it was, what, This was years ago, out? bro. This was, this was yeah. 20 years ago. Is this, this one of the learning ago. lessons where you're like, you know what? I don't think I'll ever do that again. And although I, I sat him down in the room, I said, hey, man, do you really want to do this? Because like, you're going to watch this for the rest of your life. You're like yeah. this for the rest of your life. Because, yeah, you know, did. A stillborn yeah. child typically doesn't look <sighs> happy, and, well, healthy. Right. You know, right. it's not no, like a happy it's, moment. It's, you don't, no. if you share it with somebody, they're like, whoa, hey, man. Yeah. Like, you want to see that on your body? It's like, when mm-hmm. I said day babies, you know, I do demon babies and that kind of stuff. I don't actually do like I did zombie <laughs> right. babies. I do zombie Well, in this case, so you did do this. In this as case, well. I actually did. You do so, a great portrait. So it looks like that. I mentioned, did you touch, did you change things? Airbrush no. A bit? Nope, it was exactly the way he wanted. So, where did you know, go? Don't tell me it went on his right hand. No, no, no. It's just like twenty years ago. I think it was like his leg, though, or something. Oh, I something. I can't remember. But, uh, but I'm just saying, the world today is. See, I think it swung too far because back in my day, when I was a kid, nobody was sensitive. No one gave a fuck. I had a bad day at school. Who cares? You know what I mean? Now everybody's too sensitive. You know, we, we brought up, like, you got brought up with sticks and stones break your bones. Names don't hurt you. Like, when someone calls you or says to you, who gives a shit? But now, people you don't even know across the world says something, people are flipping out. It's like, God, relax. Relax. Like, live your life. You only go around once, and no one makes it out alive. You're going to spend the rest of your life bitching, complaining, and you're in your 20s or your teens. That's what is fun. Let them yeah. grow up and pay bills and fucking really stress the fuck out. 
Yeah, I, I just think, you know, number one, I just think uh, drugs are the number one problem in this country. Number yeah. one, hands down. Too many and, people. And, and that's causing then mental causing illness, too. Mental and, illness. And could I also say schism then? Like something. Could be. A word I barely know except from anthrax, something that you probably do know about, right? Remember caught in a mosh? Yeah. It's a schism. And uh, a word that, uh, like, like it's, it's the opposite of holistic, right? Like if we keep on doing the wrong thing or, or just treating the symptom, but not the cause, then we still end up with. Uh, well, I, I think that, I think the problem now is we're listening, we're listening to the few and not the many, you know, if, if someone's offended, everybody rushes to their aid. It's like, all right, what are they offended about? Is it worth giving it attention? But now everybody gets attention. So, you know, I think it's swung too far the other way. You know, uh, you know, with safe spaces in college, in high school, come on. I don't even know what those are. Like, there was a push against bullying at one point. And I think it, I remember going into a mall and really not, I mean, I was like, where the fuck am I? I had a really like right. out of body experience. When I see a sign and it has a picture of a guy in a football and he's got black stuff under his eyes, football uniform, you know, uh, pads on. And it says just another dumb jock, great big letters, just another dumb jock. And I'm like, that's a weird advertisement. I'm intrigued. So, right. and I love advertising. But were, but like, were you offended? That's a, that, and well, you could have I was interested and I read it and yes, it was certainly cause it was there to cause offense. And it says, see how it feels at the bottom. And then I was like, well, see how it feels is, is like some, so it was an anti-bullying campaign kind of a thing. But I felt like, and I think this, I don't think this is like the problem, right? But I think this, there's, a, there's an amount of this inside of the problem where we've given outlook to children that bullying is such a bad offense that you can bully or even take the matters into your own hands and, and do physical things to the bully. Like the bully now is the one that we ostracize and we treat bad, if you follow. And I'm not yeah, saying no, that that's this wrong, wrong thing, but we've I mean, taken it to the opposite side now where you can you can go and shoot a bully. Not well, that Chris, I'm saying you can, but these guys that go right. into schools oftentimes well, Rock, think that they've been bullied. Yeah. Well, Chris, Chris Rock said it best, in my opinion, if you ever watched Chris okay. Rock. I love says, him, yeah. And he almost said in a way, you know, some bullying isn't bad because it teaches you at an early age mm -hmm. how to stand, how to stand up for yourself. Life isn't going to be easy all the time. And you got to kind of figure some shit out. Now, when yeah. it goes too far and now you're getting beat up every day and like shit's getting crazy. All right. That's different. But as and you watch especially because he has two daughters, he says, listen, the rest of the world doesn't care about your feelings. They're not going to stop and say, how are you? They'd be like, you know, Kind of suck it up and keep moving on. Now that's good and bad. I don't think it needs to be all that way, but it needs to be some that way. You know what I mean? Like everybody gets a trophy is ridiculous. You can't raise people like that. You know, yeah. like, well, you know, they, they talk about getting rid of F's because it makes kids feel bad. It's supposed to make you feel bad. You got to F. That's what makes you study more. Failure makes oh. <laughs> build, Failure builds character. You learn Are more we, from failing. You learn more from failing than success. Well, I I don't know on a report card. <laughs> if I looked at a report card full of Fs, I wouldn't necessarily think that kid got his lesson learned. 
Yeah, he does because he feels horrible. He probably gets grounded or your dad beats his ass like my dad used to like, you're not dummy. Why are you not trying? So. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing when you tell me about your dad beating your ass with the outlook of it. But it was just more of like, you know, you're fucking up in school. You're not stupid. This is like I had a learning problem. I was just goofing around. You know, and he's like, you know, he made my brother go to summer school because he failed a class that he didn't even need. It was an elective. He goes, I don't care. My father didn't even graduate high school. He grew up on a farm. He goes, he wanted to have that work ethic driven into you then. He goes, listen, you don't need to get A's, but you're not going to fail. Failing, failing means you're lazy. He knew we weren't dumb, that we couldn't learn. We were smart kids. We just were lazy. I'll goof it off. So, so is there an effect that you think that could a change, an impetus of change or anything? I think some kids need, I think tough love needs to come back. Not like Doing the prison it? thing where we're taking kids to jail and letting no. prisoners. Well, cost some, them. some, I don't know about a cost them, but let some bad kids like that don't get the picture. Like, listen, where you want to end up? Because these guys don't give a fuck. That's for sure. But I think tough love, you know, but the hardest part is this too, man. And the divorce being at such a high rate, you don't even have families together anymore. No. You know, you got single moms out there trying to date, take care of the kids. You know, the dad's out there, you know, doing whatever the fuck he's doing. You know, who's really watching the kids? Well, my so tablet. These, so the, or, or Netflix or fucking, inter, you know, or internet Disney or TikTok. Channel. You know, whatever. Does an amount of that? My my belief is some of that actually happens. There is a Disney Channel effect of some sorts, where people do want to feel or imagine that they should feel like it's a sweet sixteen birthday party in many cases, and well, uh, and and because they're not living up to their expectation, now they lash out in fashion or imagine that they are deserving of more. Well, let's face it, Disney's always been there with Cinderella and all the bar. Look at Barbie. Barbie was supposedly offensive because. You know, tall, blonde, owned a car, owned a house. Nobody loved her. Then you you get, you grow up to be like. She didn't have a job. But then you grow up and realize that shit doesn't exist. Actually, Barbie had several jobs. Shouldn't we say that? Am I wrong in thinking Barbie? I I would hope had several. Did they not have Dr. Barbie? and? Well, one of everything, but later on. But my point is, tough love needs to come back. You know, these kids swearing at their parents. Never. If I had a kid, (laughs) Never. Well, what do you then you support in capital punishment? Not capital, absolutely. But the, yep. the, the, okay. Yep. How do you think a kid learns? You ain't gonna beat them. Maybe punishment works. Some people, now, some, some, some kids you yell at, they get the picture. Then, I never got the picture. Then you're in at. divorce court, though. And why one no, parent? Well, if my wife are, will be right? on the same page. My wife will be on the same. Page. Well, I, I, I don't mean you, I mean across uh-huh. society. If I if this is something to implement in a broader scale in some fashion, you're, you're, you're going to be involved. There's going to be court cases where one parent is saying he spanks, she spanks. Okay. So maybe you don't need to spank, but we've got to come to agreement. Like, all right, we've got to punish, take his tablet away, take his TV away. Like right. there's got to be negative outcomes for negative actions. And there isn't anymore. There Are isn't. we, there is an amount for sure. There's a, there's something that we see at soccer games where it really sends the wrong message. I shouldn't say soccer games, but I mean, but this is an analogy. Kid scores in the wrong goal. Great job. You yeah, know, no. Shot in the wrong fucking goal, but uh, you made it. 
Yeah, no. And, and there's no consequence. And he doesn't take away any sense of pride or the idea maybe also applied that we encourage him, tell him he's such a natural at something. He's so good at, you're so good at this. Now he's scared to let us down. He doesn't even attempt to do uh, this. Right. Or he has this, I think we're breeding a bunch of narcissists. It's all about likes. How many people like me on Instagram? Mm. Now they want to be TikTok influence, whatever. It's all narcissism at its best. They do have a lot of studies showing negative impact of social platforms for children. What because do we do? They're, do they're we, because we start, that's kind of a freedom of speech that we are talking about treading. Okay, about. here's the problem. You're a kid. You're going to do what I tell you to do because I'm your father. Right. You're but are we going to do what you tell us to do because you're a politician or a Well, politician? once you're grown up, then you can make your own decision. Well, I mean, here in this case, we're, we're trying to implement policy for families, right? So what do you, well, you would have you, to take tablets? The biggest thing everybody. is this. Well, mm. no, you'd have to, you know, like I had, uh, I was growing up and during some video games and my, my uh, sister-in-law let her kids play video games one hour a night. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. No more of this, you know, but to, Society would benefit if kids only did, I believe, if only had one hour. However, would we benefit telling society, hey, you are only allowed to let your kids play for one hour a night? There will be these kind of rolling blackouts or your Wi-Fi will shut off. No, see, you can't do that because you're taking away people's freedom of choice. Now, when we the, don't do that, the, though, the, the, then well, we yeah. allow some people yeah, to but bro, finish that's, cooking that's the, the celery. Bro, mm -hmm. that's what the fuck it is. Yeah. What's Listen, that? man, that, that, you know, that's Darwinism. You know, certain people are never going to make it. Why? Mostly because of choices. Would you so, then, I, I agree with uh, repealing seatbelts just to help that, you know? Is that, is that stupid? Uh, no, I know what you're saying. You're talking about, well, you know, you're, you're talking about, well, you know. Yeah, we keep pe putting people in a bubble of safety. <laughs> who maybe should have been driving slower. I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody's acting up. Well, how about that? Saying it. What if you said to somebody? We got a lot of people. Somebody, mm -hmm. what's what, what if you said to somebody? I'm going to implement a 15 questionnaire, 15 question questionnaire. If you pass it, you get the right to vote. If you don't, you don't. Right? You can't do it. Yeah, I think that's against our constitution of some sorts, isn't it? But the, but the point is, you got people who just vote that know nothing about nothing. And that's right. fine. That's their right. So it's like anything else. You know, people They did limit the right to vote in the early days, actually. So I don't know that it would be against our Constitution unless it was changed. And I'm not saying it was good because it was only free, free landowning men that were allowed to vote at the time. So I'm not... Okay, but I'm not going back 500 fucking years because you're talking about shit that doesn't matter now. So, but I'm saying as of today, the one good thing I tell everybody about Donald Trump being president, whether you loved him or hated him, everybody pays attention to politics now. Everybody. Not well, it did increase thing, quite a bit, yeah. Because it stresses me the fuck out, but I said that's the <laughs> well, one it thing. Also now everybody pays him attention. To, to lose, I think, because everybody paid attention to it so much. Well, that, I, don't, I don't believe he lost, but I don't want to get into that conspiracy theory. Oh, no. no way. You no. can't tell me this guy got more votes than fucking Obama. Well, no I mean, way. from Not the place possible. we're standing at today, maybe no. no. 
you know, but there was a lot with uh, mail-in ballots that made it easier for people who before may not have been able to reach the ballots or were oftentimes. Well, I, I still think it was a lot of funny business with the ballots. I really do. But, you know, regardless, the, it is what it is. Yeah, and, they haven't been able to prove any of that in any courts. Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I want to be totally honest with you. Say they found out, let's just say, say they found out that they did rig, rig the election. What do you think that would do to this country? This place will go up in flames. Flames. Jan- January 6th kind of thing would probably happen. So that January 6th thing was the biggest bunch of bullshit ever. But anyway. Uh, well, that's what would happen, though, right? It'd be, no, it'd be way worse similar. No, if you thought okay, the BLM. Way worse than, yeah. I, oh, I'm you think the, the BLM uh, riots were bad? You're talking 80 million fucking people. And how do you tell American people? By the way, your vote really doesn't count. People are going to lose it. Well, we've been doing that of some set. I mean, with gerrymandering, yeah. right? Yeah, but you got to uh, remember, this is a bro. Pretty regular not, practice. Yeah, but bro, you got to remember, you're literally telling people who to face. We fucking lied to you and stole it, dude. So you think that there was a cover up from both? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. There are a lot of people who would like to expose that. Okay, anybody in their right mind that's sitting in government goes, mm-hmm. if I ever expose this. Well, Donald Trump isn't in his right mind then. He wanted to expose it. And he had a lot of allies. Okay, you got to remember, though, to him, he won. But the actual government itself, they're like, this place will burn. You're going to tell 80 million people they got robbed? Bro, even if you had great, you'd have to overturn it literally then and there. You couldn't do it now. People would lose their shit. Why do you think they held that they found alien spacecraft? That, I was know, going to say, I was like, well, UFOs. Right. <laughs> they come out and said there are now. We, we had, they've been reverse yeah. engineering shit. They could say well, that I shit mean, in the fucking. No, we've known that there is UFOs just from having the word, right? Because that was, and it's changed now, right? Isn't it a different word? It used to be UFO for unidentified flying well, objects. We well, they've been saying, right? they've been saying they had something like five spaceships or something they've had. And they've been reverse engineering shit for a while. No one cares. Nobody gives a shit. They is in the government says that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware. Yeah, you check it out. It's pretty fucking wild. Um, that we've actually got spaceships from aliens. That's what they said. Dude, I wanted. Do they got ray guns? Oh my god, I um, want a Reagan. Um. Uh, so basically. What's this? Military Times. USOs pose real danger, says Pentagon, but aliens aren't to blame. Pentagon officials testified the first public hearing in more than 50 years. What? Wait, wait, wait. What did they testify? That they do have a spaceship. I don't know uh, if I'm following that. I, you know what? I'm going to watch it on. That, that's probably the reason, because we all know it'll come in due time. We're like, you know what? I'll catch it when I can binge it. I was watching a couple. <laughs> I was watching a couple guys, uh-huh. um, and I forgot what I was watching. They they were saying uh, these scientists saying, "Yeah, we've had a couple spacecraft. We've been reverse engineering. That's where the internet came from. That's where all the shit came from." But now I'm looking. The up internet came from it. Well, think about it. Where did it come from? I I thought it was a a couple of guys that realized they could uh, network computers together and share encrypted information. Right. And where do you get that from? Where do you get that from? Like, seriously. And the last, 
10 years. Look at how much shit's gone weird. Like, shit's crazy. So it could all be alien technology. I truly believe that. What about ghosts? What about ghosts? What about ghost aliens? <laughs> I'm just curious if you believe in spiritual phenomenon then like that too. Well, if supposedly if if people are full of energy and you can't mm-hmm. destroy energy, Neither why created would nor destroyed, only transformed. So, so why would there be? Amityville horror. Now, what about ghost aliens? Ah, uh, who knows? I mean, right? Oh. It would have to be two by the same if, if the two can possibly. My, I just <laughs> so. What about ghost aliens haunting Area Fifty One? Could be. I'm with it. Let's let's write a movie. Let's, I mean, could be. But uh, <laughs> so you know, it's like like so basically, like, you know, you brought up the shootings and shit. It's just nuts. I think there's there's there is a, a, a animosity in the air. And, and there's mental health for sure. And we're allowing, I believe, ourselves to be pushed with greed. And I'm not the hugest Christian, but I do believe that the root of all evil stems from a greed. A Absolutely. Like for me personally, I'm not a great Vax guy. I don't, I don't trust it. I'm not that guy. But when the government tells me I have to have it, I'm like, wait a minute. Name one thing the government's ever done for you that's worked out in your benefit. Polio vaccine. Huh? The po- polio vaccine. Tu- tuberculosis. Those vaccines took forever. But second of all, they actually cured it, by the way. You do know that, right? They like cured, cured polio. polio. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Cured rubella. That's a vaccine. This they cured it by cure getting anything. rid of it, though, too, right? Because they didn't cure like people that had polio still had polio after treatments. They couldn't cure. Well, once you got fashion. it, I mean, that's a totally different situation. That's well, like then they didn't cancer. Well, if they was, cure it before you get it, it's yeah, like a cure. Yes, it prevents you from okay. getting. It. So if you get the vaccine and you never had COVID before, that doesn't, well, it doesn't stop. Really happen like that though. It doesn't stop. <laughs> and they seem to be implying that there's another. Um, Variant, variant on its way. Yeah, just in time for the midterm elections. Isn't that crazy? You, would you think it's being pushed uh, as a... One, as some, 100%. So what would it do, though? How does it help which side and who is pushing it? Well, number one, it comes down to this. Scare people, because they want now the president's talking about going back to masks for whatever fucking reason. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then, if you get that mail-in vote again, which they're trying to get rid of, only in special occasions. Right. So. I loved I, mail-in voting. It was awesome. I thought it was I stupid. I, thought it I was loved stupid. it. I just did the thing. I mailed it. I'm good. All right. Okay. How do you know it got there? Oh, I wasn't worried about it. I get to the box there when I go into the place. And I always look at those people there. And I'm like, are they tearing up my fucking, you know, my ballot? You never know. That's my problem with this. Yeah. Well, I, I would hope that the male people would be cool enough to not fuck with it because I feel like as long as it's sealed, there's no knowledge of how I voted. You follow me? So why would this person? And it, would have to, it would have to be how on about, an individual basis. So how unless do you, how there do, you was, do this? You easily mm-hmm. do this. If I don't know, you say you voted for Biden. Mm-hmm. Say I don't know. 
So I take yours, I refill it out and make sure it's for Biden. Oh, switching, but I got mailed a ballot that coincides, right? Coincide like they can't switch my ballot. They can't scribble out stuff. They'll just take your ballot, throw it away, and make a new one. What are you talking about? There's thousands well, of these things. <clears throat> the ballot isn't numbered, coded. It isn't, it's just a piece of paper. Dude, how do they catch dead people voting? Come on. That happened well, with George Bush. In, in some cases, in a lot you of know, cases, people died after they cast the vote wrong. or they put it through the mail dude, and people died after dude. that. In a lot of no, cases. No, 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 no. In Florida, mm, when George mm. Bush got elected, something like 122% of the county voted. 122%. They're like, huh? That's not possible. They had people dead for 20 years voting. Because you got to remember, man, think about how much. But think, so, think how much. And that was a mail in drive in that 120%. That, some of it was. Some of people were just casting votes. Like, I'll tell, you something, I'll tell you something funny. Well, could it have been. No, but let me tell you something. Bro, I'm going to tell Matter you cannot be created nor destroyed. Neither can my desire Bro. to vote. Okay. That's Ghosts lining up. I'm sorry. That's fantastic. <laughs> but, sorry, uh, but, uh, like, I'll tell you something funny. I went and got, I had to get my license for me. They're like, oh, uh, they're like, what'd they say? Something about, no, I forgot what it was. Anyway, never mind. It wasn't that. But um, so the other thing is, well, is, uh, it, is it about voting, about registering well, or something? Well, or? here's the thing. Mm -hmm. is, this, is this a conflict of interest, Ready? So the postal service is a union and the union backed Biden. Yeah. They handle all the votes. What do you think that's a conflict of interest? I mean, it certainly could be. And but there's people involved that really like their jobs and have a retirement and right. that would be risking okay. a lot. I'm so not saying if, that this isn't a possibility, but they're risking I'm a going, lot. And even to confer why? would become a conspiracy. What are you talking about? How are you risking a lot if your boss is doing it? The head of him tells him to do it. The head of the union tells you to do it. Well, you could go to jail. You could okay, lose who's going to who's going to turn you in if your boss is doing it? Why you're hard to talk to, bro? <laughs> well, I'm not. You're wrong, very right? hard to talk. Well, you're more conspiracy theory than me, and you're not even following. No, I mean that I just follow in investigations, and they go to, through courts, and there's and there's in, watchdog okay. groups that who, are designed okay. to catch this kind not of fraud. And who runs the watchdog groups? The government. I guess if everybody had a conspiracy okay. to know, but I know people that deliver mail and they never told me anything okay. coming down the chute. You like know four people. I'm talking about nationwide. <laughs> right. How about this? Well, how about this? I got one for you. Biden's is it as son, easy to Biden have a conspiracy inside of a police yeah. organization? Then? Anywhere, bro. Anywhere you're not going to rat on each other. You can have. You can make shit happen. So, so, so look it, at this way. So Hunter defund Biden. the police becomes Hunter, much more no, important. Dude, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. You just go off on tangents that make zero sense. But anyway. Well, well, I was so, trying to find cases. I'm trying of to tell you if something actually works. Okay. okay. That? Hunter Biden's laptop, right? I've heard a bunch about it. They just got some stuff off it or something. Right? Okay. 50 FBI agents said it was Russian disinformation. Did the did the FBI said did it didn't laptop said it didn't was? exist. Yes. Okay. And now they're like, but it does exist and there's shit on it. So now they're what? all going back. They're all going back to these FBI agents going, what were you talking about? 
So corruption goes anywhere, bro. Anywhere. So, and they already it doesn't said, make me feel comfortable. I I, I feel oh, as it's though not great. in a series of checks and balances, though the only way to avoid that kind of corruption that you you're imagining then is if you can't do it through investigations and watchdog groups that could also become corrupt, then it is to have a dictatorship well, or a complete no, no, no. anything autocracy. run or mm-hmm. you go you go in and show your ID, you get a receipt, and you cash a vote. That's it. Right on. That's it. And you get a little ticket. I voted, blah, 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 with a number on it. So that way you can go on a computer later and check out your number and say, boom, I voted this way. Then and everybody for people that don't have the ability to make it to the polls. Who don't have they, the like, Well, my grandmother has a hard time getting there. She's in old folks. Home. Okay. You know, people in so, wheelchairs, people so how that about are this? out of uh, s- service members. Right. Well, service members, well service, members always, service members have always had this. But mm-hmm. That's voting. But how about this? So your grandmother cast Do you ballot. trust the service members mail-in voting? I don't know. Who's handled them? That's what I thought. The, I, the I mail. Mean, we don't know. Yeah. The mail. Yes, you do. The mail does. Okay. Mail. Yeah. So no, we don't probably. <laughs> so that's, so this, listen, there's always room for cheating. I don't know how you fix 100, 100% of it. I don't know how. You're talking 360 million people in America and 170 million are kids. So, you know, 200 million people are going to vote and no one's going to fuck with it. I mean, you got the director of the FBI. Well, it was Donald 160, a, right? Well, How many Donald people Trump, voted this year? Last year? Last year. Uh, like 100. It was like 70 and 80 or something. Like that. Yeah. 150, so, 160. So you don't have a problem when Donald Trump got elected. Before, as soon as he got elected, the FBI director of the FBI said, we got to get them out of office. And then we spent a hundred million dollars. Is that what it was on the, the uh, Russian collusion case or the, that never happened. So I, that's why they, and that's why I, they, that's, that's why they went after uh, uh, the Clinton's lawyers. The Clinton's lawyers had just, he got arrested. And it was going in front of the courts. I, I'm not familiar with the, who, who's the Clinton lawyer. You Sussman, you mean? Yeah. Is it Sussman? Yeah. Yeah, you got the yeah. six-month probation charge. Six month probation. Years. Really, bro? You, we lie the Congress and shit? We go to jail forever. He, well, he lied, to the FBI, he lied to the FBI, actually, right? Oh, shit. Uh-oh. They're taping us now. We, we already dropped too many fucking red flag uh, words. Uh-huh. <laughs> we dropped too many red flag words, man. This conversation is uh, okay. well, yeah, well, happening. Yeah, I heard the FBI click on. Yeah, because... <laughs> really? I'm yeah, sorry. but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, listen, man, like, I was not a Bush fan at all. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a Republican or a Democrat. I, I just want my vote to count and whatever. But well, if you feel is, it didn't, I follow that you, you definitely make anybody mad. I, I didn't feel that I saw the proof that I would need to see. And I can't myself. All right. It's just put like it this. on a large conspiracy that I'm not able to, you know, see any part of. Well, you, you also have to look at who's doing the investigation. And some okay, the same people doing an investigation are the same people that literally said that the laptop was bullshit, doesn't exist. Well, well also they, people doing it though were Giuliani and um was the lawyer uh, that okay. was helping Sydney Powell, bro, right? What are you not listening? 
Giuliani is one lawyer. He's not even in the government. Well, he had a team of people that were doing these investigations. Okay, this is what who, we know. Oh, my God, dude. You're still not getting it. Well, okay. What are you not getting? If Jeffrey Epstein, if they could cover up him, everybody knows Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Right? Well, I mean, that's subject to <laughs> a lot of people don't believe that. You know, 90, but, 99%, I mean, 99% of the people do not believe. I think most people believe he tried to kill himself the night before or a couple of times because he was on suicide watch. No, they put him on suicide watch. They put him in that cell. Then all of a sudden, okay. the, guard, the guard got dismissed. They lost the tapes. Like, it's all fucked up. Yeah, it's, that, uh, guy, that guy had dirt on everybody. It, it you was, know? You, you know, Bill Barr's father uh, taught Epstein. <clears throat> Did you know like a crazy, no, like crazy. Epstein, Bill Barr's father wrote a um, science fiction novel that <laughs> involved having underage sex with uh, in a in a three way. The, the, the hero oh, had, had to have underage sex in a three way with the queen of this thing that he ends up living now, with. And let's put it this way. Mm -hmm. So that Giselle Maxwell, Giselaine, whatever her name is. Giselaine. OK. Yeah. Right. They had all the flight logs. They had everybody's name. They wouldn't release any of it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Right. right. Well, so I who covered that up? That they so who could covered say that up? That, who covered now, that up? I, I don't know that every time I fly a plane, and I know this is stupid, but I don't feel that it is. I feel like it, I, I'm always wanting a lot of proof, and that's probably my problem. But every time that, that plane flies does not necessarily to me mean that it has um, a children being trafficked in it. You know, I mean, I don't know that, well, that isn't something what? that is going to be connected with the, with the flights, but if okay. this is a rich man operating in some weird world, I feel like he has to be around people that don't do that occasionally bro, too and would be bro, put off by it. Once again, mm -hmm. what is fucking wrong with you? They know you think all these people that flew to Epstein's Island went for what reason? Well, I, he was a... He was an imagined philanthropist. Oh my god! And, so and I'm political donor, fucking, bro, right? How, so how like do I have, they could have gone there for the sex for sure. But until okay. there's a, a proof beyond a shadow of a doubt, there is. Then I can understand had, why people why would did, want their due process okay. inside of a, a country what is wrong that with allows you? it. They put the guy in jail for what reason? For sex trafficking. They arrested her for wrong. sex trafficking. Dude, mm. you your your logic just doesn't make sense. Well, so I, Epstein's I, Island. That's why they arrested him. Everybody that he was ever in a photo with fuck kids then. No. When you I mean, fly to his island. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why don't you release the names? And well, say, some of his flights didn't go to his island, though. Well. I'm talking some about of the his ones flights that went connected from places to places. Okay. Everybody from America flew mm -hmm. to his island, which is in Florida. Okay. So. Why don't they release those flight logs? Because I'm, I'm going to say very something that doesn't people. make much sense. You've been doing that for the last hour. I know they're not going to release them because in a country that has due process, the appearance of guilt by being released on those tapes <sighs> could screw up your ability to actually prosecute those people. No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. You I, I mean, it's, it's grounds they for mistrial. No, they don't. Just call you in for as a witness. You went to okay. his island. Tell me what you saw. Right? I, I, I didn't. I don't. I don't know. If I saw but the thing is, you have 
from what I understand, or what people are saying, you got people like from the fucking, you know, royal family, tons mm-hmm. of fucking uh, people on both sides, Republicans, Democrats flying there, like very important people. Supposedly Bill Gates. Like, so wonder who paid to keep that fucking quiet. Or kill happen. him. Or kill him. Yeah, I don't uh, say that he wasn't killed. A uh, lot of circumstances. I don't think he was killed. Fine. I don't think. I don't, but Bill yeah, Barr he, was in charge of finding, or, or was imagined. Wasn't there supposed to be a special prosecutor on that, or were we trusting the, the attorney general on, who on that? Who the fuck knows, bro? Listen, when shit runs that deep, who the fuck knows? Shit runs. You're talking, man. You're talking the one percenters right. that control the world. Well, not- what's his name went out there too? Uh, one of Trump's lawyers, right? Oh, probably. Uh, what's his name? Um, but I I don't know. I didn't put him on. I followed his career. I can't think of his name right now. Maybe I'm wrong. He, he's also been a Clinton lawyer. If I'm not mistaken here. So I well, I wouldn't put any like creepy shit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mm-hmm. put creepy shit past men in general. Well, he went there with his uh, wife though too. Maybe they're into threesomes, bro. You he's don't know. An old, old, old fucker. What the I fuck does that have to do with anything? Did they, they have anything back then? Okay. Huh? Yeah, no, no. I'm, that's why I'm wondering if it was before okay. Viagra or after. I'd like to see the flight logs. How about this? You don't after Viagra, I'm going to be there with no. If everybody, if everybody knew about that island, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I ain't going to that island. Why? Well, the shit going on down there, I want to be associated with it. Everybody how long did everybody know? I mean, I didn't know about it until it started making its way through the courts, right? Yeah, but, and even then, it was I'm covered saying, up for some of them. Yeah, right. When the wire was covered up, exactly. Well, was that a Costa and guy? Senators, and congressman, and blah blah blah. But yeah. anyway, I imagine. So anyway, that's enough of this conversation. But at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I just think uh, the world just needs to take a breath. You know, I'll go back to old values where respect. Um, don't be offended by everything. Put in some hard work. You know, take care of your family. What else can you do? I don't know that there's any. I mean, I, I have to agree with everything. I don't know what the implement to achieve those things is. And I, and of course, no, but we're not even, we're tattooers, right? We ain't going to solve the world's problems. <coughs> no, you know, we but can we can agree our, on what they are, at least. We can talk about what well, everybody else does, but, you know, until, yeah. you, until you put a four party system in, you're not going to change shit. How do we do that? That's you know, they're not they're not going to let you. They're not there gonna is let a, you. a there's the you got the Tea party, party, right? And then mm-hmm. you got the Green Party. And they even if they got all the votes, they'd be like, yeah, right. How would they you know? usually don't attract good candidates because they or my opinion, right. because they don't get 15 percent more of the vote. Is that well, my opinion? Right. Actually, that's someone. Well, here's the thing. Didn't, didn't they say a while ago when, when Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders ran against Hillary Clinton? He was going to beat Hillary Clinton. And then the head of the DNC came right out, came right out and said that she rigged the election so Bernie wouldn't win. Came right out and said. Well, she, she got, tainted the... Um, so she got fired. The jury yeah. pool a bit. So, yeah. she, so she got fired. Now, right there and then, tells you right there, because Bernie Sanders would have beat Donald Trump. 100%. I know so. He's a likable guy. I think he's a fucking total whack job. But he's a likable guy. People didn't didn't people didn't vote a lot for Trump. They just hated Hillary. And they finally said, 
hey, let's give a businessman a chance. Because we always used to say, you know, why don't we get a businessman? Let's see what he's doing. I never said that. I, never <laughs> I always that have. This is, this is a big business and they run no, out of the work. No, it's not. Yes, it is. If it were a business, it would have, unless you're talking about shareholders, then it would be Bro, a corporation. What do, you think, what do you think we are? A corporation then, right? We, because we are. The United States is a business. Now, it takes an X amount of money that spends X amount of money, right? So you need a businessman mm-hmm. to say, this is going to produce money. This is not going to produce money. To All me, a have- businessman sounds autocracies. It doesn't sound like a de- democracy at all. Okay, you're still not listening. What are you not listening? We are the shareholders. We implement stuff. This guy's smart enough to go in and go, that's not working. We're bleeding money. All we, have CEO. Running, all we have, yes, all we have running this company, country, is lawyers. They're all lawyers. Lawyers don't run businesses. They lie for you or they lie against you, depending on how Well, this paid. business's means of change is by laws, right? The only modem that they have of, of affecting control right. over the production so, is with laws. So let's put it this way. So Biden comes in and he shuts down our oil production. And now we're fucking gas prices are through the roof. So a businessman wouldn't do that. He's like, we're finally energy independent. And now the taxpayers, us, mm. you know, the shareholders are like, hey, now gas is two bucks. I got a ton of more money to spend. And look at the economy boom. So, yes. But when you have lawyers, they don't run businesses. Why, how are we fucking in the red? How are we constantly? I, I do feel they do. <laughs> they do I, what? No, they Lawyers don't. do run businesses. No, they absolutely do not. Okay. They have a business. And then they have their, their Which would make them run, run the fucking business. A business. <laughs> but, but, okay. So you take their accountant like, runs the business. Yes. They don't know then how to run a the business. The CEO, does he really run the business or does he? His account- he makes. No, the CEO normally makes all the big business decisions and a normal business, like the checks and balances of like, hey, you know, like this idea is going to work. This idea is not going to work. So you take someone who knows about trade. That's going to help. But you take people like, you know, that don't that don't know shit about shit, but it seems to be half the cabinet that this guy's got going. I don't know shit about Did shit. you feel more comfortable with, with Trump's cabinet's choices? Uh, most of them. Before he fired him, I mean. Some of them. <laughs> he did fire most all of them, right? Well, when you go in and you realize they're not doing their job, what do you do? Fire them. Fire That's them. what a business owner would do. That's what business a business owner does. All right. But if you keep making bad hiring choices... I'm going to right. start to look at the, but a, the management but a lot and them, wonder why this, this a lot of you know, them, KFC like a lot, tastes bad. A lot of them, you, you walk in, you're like, well, he's been here forever, just leave him. He's been here forever, leave him. Then you realize, fucking dude's doing nothing. It's kind of like you but hire the majority of your cabinet, you pick yourself. All of them, 100% uh, some, I would of say your cabinet. So. It depends. So, yeah. You pick 100% of your cabinet in an administration. I don't know, because you got to remember, I, I don't know everything about everything. Like, what would I know about foreign policy? I'd have to trust somebody. I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the head of transportation. I don't fucking know. Like, he's been doing it for 20 years. He must know what he's doing. Then like six months later, like this fucking guy doesn't know a thing. So right. kind of like well, you hiring a shop manager 
yeah, man, this guy's been doing it for other shots for forever. He gets to your shot, be like, what the fuck is this dude doing? Listen, it's the worst job in the world. President of the United States is the worst job in the world. Doesn't pay good. Fifty percent of the country is going to hate you. Straight it seems. Up. I mean, that is right now, and that is kind of the polls right now. Now, usually, it didn't uh, drop below that, right? I mean, it was. It used to be higher than that. Used to. Be well, right now, Biden's at like almost less than thirty percent approval. It's the worst in history. Yeah. And, and uh, I guess I guess Kamala's even worse than that. <sighs> no. Oh, like that. Okay. Well, she doesn't do anything, but whatever. Uh, but anyway, this is way above our pay grade. We're tattoo artists. <laughs> yeah, it was saving uh, wrong, wrong solutions. Well, listen, bro, I'm gonna let you go. I'm tired. Love talking to you, my friend. Can't wait to see you. When's your next yes. convention? What's your next convention? Well, my next one that I'm definitely doing with you, I hope to hear you say, is gonna be Sturbridge. You're gonna try and make we're trying to really make a push for everybody to get back in Sturbridge's. Well, I know I'm doing Tommy's in October. It's not at the same time. Is, is it at the same time? I have no idea. I don't even well, look. I might, I might see you in Tommy's. Because Tommy's we, my we, partner, so I got it. You yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. And he's awesome. And yeah. It's and great. I love that. Dude. Tommy Supply. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. really bump them enough. They're great. There's a lot of great supply companies. I, great supply. And, like uh, Helios, Helios Craig, um, H2O, Ocean, those guys. Love them all. Needle Jiggy. Needle Jig. Oh, party with him a ton of times. Yeah. Guys are all great. Great people. Great people. And, and I can't talk enough about the, the show that um, Tommy puts on, too. No, he does a great fucking job, you know. It's still grassroots. And Joe, Joe still puts on the uh, Sturbridge, right? Yes, that's what I, I really I want to see you there. Well, yeah, I may, I may end up seeing you at Tommy's first. Either way, right, cool. we're, gonna, we're gonna hang out again. Chew the fat. We're gonna Absolutely. get in arguments. We're gonna really no. solve the world's we planets, discuss. We world's discuss. problems. We discuss. We discuss. Yeah, and you ain't anyway, wrong. You're not wrong. We discuss, Love bro. you, man. Love you, bro. I, Tell your beautiful wife I said hello. And I uh, tell your son, I said hello, and uh, see you guys soon. Look forward to it. Take care, brother. Peace, bro. Be good. Peace.